Good morning, and welcome to our Start Here podcast. My name is Martin Oji, and I'm here with my amazing wife, Jeanette. We get to lead together with a great group of Christians in the Alameda North sector of the Bay Area Christian Church. So wait, you got to tell them where you actually started from. Well, um, I was born in New York. My folks are Nigerian. I'm Nigerian, but I was born in New York and then went back to Togo and Benin. That's where I grew up and then got into Temple University at the business school. So I moved back to the East Coast and then ended up moving out to the West Coast, which was the best move, one of the best moves of my life. Because he uh, found me. That's right. That's right. Uh, I found my wife out here in the West Coast. But, you know, God did a lot of great things. And, you know, a lot of my friends compare my life to I came from coming to America, but I think they're just hating. Uh, it wasn't that good, but... You also did work at McDonald's, though, so... Yeah, that was my first job in New York, but <laughs> let, let, let's forget about that. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> All right, well, I started out in Stockton, California, and went over to Fresno State, where I got to compete as a track and field athlete, then moseyed over to the Bay, where I taught uh, elementary school, kindergarten, for about eight years, and then kind of made my way around the little Bay Area, and we're here in Albany, California now. So it's a great place to be. Glad I'm here. And it's really great to connect with all of you this morning. And I just wanted to give some shout outs to everyone from Alameda. Love that city. Oakland, Berkeley, and all the way to Rodeo, where the great Dewan and Claire Locke live. Woohoo! And I can't forget our Cal and East Bay students. Bobby, you having a good time out there in Hercules? <laughs> and John Gilchrist, you better be listening to Oakland. I'm watching you, John. Anyways, today we'll be talking about changing together. This area alone has been instrumental in changing the way movies are done through Pixar, been the birthplace of famous speeches and movements from the steps of Cal Berkeley. It's become the new hub of single professionals and families because it's cheaper to live out here. I think changing together is something the world is learning right now with the COVID, the fires, the political and cultural issues going on. In order to move forward, we're going to have to change together. So what do we need to change exactly? Well, first, you've got to change and become a Spurs fan. Oh, no, no, no. No, sorry. You need to, because right now our daughter's she's split in half, Spurs and Warriors, but she needs to go to the greatest dynasty and go to the Spurs. She's in the Bay, so she's a Warriors fan. There we go. We're done. All right, let's keep going. <laughs> a different topic, a different fight for a different day. <laughs> All right, so on a more serious note, I'm working and we're working on, you know, developing depth and vulnerability with God. That's a challenge for the both of us. Personally, it's all too easy for me to speed up and live in denial and not deal with the real issues of my heart. The things that affect our marriage, our relationships, our ability to lead other people. I have a lot more fears than I want to admit to myself. I'm realizing, you know, just how much I can walk around and not deal with the f my fear of rejection and my fear of failure. And oftentimes when I ignore that, 
and I just keep pushing, you know, it really helps me be, be a, a really great husband. Isn't that right, Jeanette? <laughs> keep going. Actually, keep going. Don't, don't answer that question. We, I'm good. We're good. I'm a great husband. Don't, don't even answer. You are. You are. You know, today I want to read, we want to, you know, read a story of two blind men and what they teach us about change. Now, in order for us to change, we, we have to embrace three truths. Number one, it takes vulnerability to change. It takes courage to change. And it takes faith to change. So let's dive in. In Matthew 9, 27, I'm, we'll be reading from the Passion. It says, as Jesus left the house, two blind men began following him, shouting out over and over, Son of David, show us mercy and heal us. I can definitely relate to these two guys. Just the desire to want the help, to want to change. I definitely have needed a lot of change just throughout my life. But the big thing that I can see overall that I've always needed help with is the area of being vulnerable. And last Sunday's live stream was amazing because it just was one of those times that made me kind of rethink everything. Uh, the part about the four fears and especially the fear of rejection and loneliness. I think those things are the things that just make me resist being vulnerable so much. And uh, it makes me think of 2 Corinthians 6, um, verse 11 to 13 in the Living Bible Translation, it says, Oh, my dear Corinthian friends, I have told you all my feelings. I love you with all my heart. Any coldness still between us is not because of any lack of love on my part, but because your love is too small and does not reach out to me and draw me in. I'm talking to you now as if you were truly my own children. Open your hearts to us. Return our love. This scripture is amazing and it's been a challenge for me to actually imitate it because I can just be so scared of being rejected. And you know, what comes with rejection, you feel lonely. So instead of embracing this scripture and experiencing the love that's possible, I end up not experiencing anything. I've just learned to live holding back my heart and definitely in becoming a Christian, God broke through those barriers and helped me see, hey, it's good to be honest. It's good to be vulnerable. But I think just as we age spiritually, age in life, those, uh, I don't know, like barriers or core things about us have to continually be changed. And this is one of those times for me. Yeah. And what I'm realizing is um, I've just worked so hard to protect myself that I actually created my own loneliness and rejected a lot of opportunities to be close in relationships. I'll never forget this one time hanging out with my cousins way back in middle school that one of them, she called me an ice princess and I wasn't even mad. I was just kind of like, dang, wow, she's not wrong. And it was just because I had trained myself so much to protect myself and not share what I was thinking and feeling just in a regular, you know, on a regular basis that it was just uncomfortable and unnatural to connect. So I definitely have needed help in this area and continue to work hard to try to become a more vulnerable person. Nice. 
I'm, I'm personally inspired by how much you've grown in your vulnerability. And I, I know you were talking about how God is calling you to grow even more. And I, I think that's very much needed. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it's it, it's inspiring. You know, it takes courage to change. That's the second point. In Matthew 9, verse 28, it says, And they followed him right into the house where Jesus was staying. So Jesus asked them, Do you believe that I have the power to restore sight to your eyes? They replied, Yes, Lord, we believe. I just love the courage. They followed him right into the house where Jesus was staying. And these guys were bold. They definitely had to overcome their fear of rejection because they just walked. I don't know about you, but you don't just walk into my house or walk into a house uninvited, but they did. Yeah, seriously, definitely don't do that. Wow. Anyway, I I love their boldness too because I don't know, like they just believed and I think I love that and I want that. I want to embrace that just believing and taking the action, like having the courage to change. I've been trying to make efforts to do that and it's been really good. It's like scary but exciting is how I could describe it. Um just saying what I really think and then Um, my friends teaching me how to turn to God with those things telling them my fears talking about like ways that I've sinned against God um, telling them all of it all the thoughts that you're like oh that thought doesn't matter just sharing it being an open book and it's been really good Uh, it's been refreshing I think I just thought oh people won't understand but I haven't really gotten that response at all I've gotten direction on how to do things or think differently I've gotten encouragement and I've gotten closer connections and I'm really grateful because I think something that God has been showing me through me trying to like change and actually just listening to him is just that change doesn't happen by myself like I need other relationships around me to be able to change and then I mean the simple truth is changing together is just way more fun than trying to change by yourself so it's been a great a great time lately nice and finally it takes faith to change so we talked about vulnerability we talked about courage and the final point is it takes faith to change in matthew 9 29 it says then jesus put his hands over their eyes and said you will have what your faith expects wow I love that. And instantly their eyes opened, they could see. Then Jesus warned them sternly, make sure that you tell no one what just happened. You will have what your faith expects. And what is the expectation of your faith when it comes to change? This challenges and inspires me. Honestly, I think about it's easy for me to live without great expectation. Except for when it comes to the Spurs. You feel like they're going to win the championship every single year. You know, <laughs> let's not talk about the Spurs right now. And uh, <laughs> But, you know, it's it, it definitely is challenging because what I see from this passage is faith is expectation. When you have faith, you have great expectation. And... You know, we have to always ask ourselves, and this is hard for me after being a Christian for, you know, for a while now, is do I still believe God can help me change the deep core things, not superficial behavior things, but deep core issues of my heart. Now, this is the real challenge of spirituality, waking up every day and having the kind of prayers and Bible studies that light up a fire inside. 
a fire stoked by a faith that God can help us change. You know, so as we wrap it up this morning, I want to end with two questions. We want to end with two questions. What is God calling, calling you to change and who are you changing with? Thanks for joining us on Start Here.